are listening to Voiced, Experiencing Homelessness. I'm Benjamin Wathan. And I'm Swetha Sarma. For today's episode, we'll be introducing you to Annette J., a client at LTHC. Her story is reflective of the larger narrative of homelessness, as you'll hear in this episode that touches on tenants' rights, desired self-sufficiency, and dreams for the future. So after speaking with Annette, we learned that she is from Glenwood, Illinois, but has lived in Lafayette for the past 11 years. This is her first time experiencing homelessness, and her son is also, unfortunately, experiencing homelessness as well. But they are both hoping to find a permanent housing before the snow comes in. After finding out that her landlord was stealing her personal electricity to power a shed behind her apartment building, Annette found it increasingly difficult to keep up with the bills or find help in rectifying the situation. Despite being evicted as a result of this, Annette is proud that she has maintained her composure through the injustice that she has experienced. Oh, that I haven't killed my landlord. I haven't picked up a drug. I'm an ex-drug uh, user and alcoholic. I got 14 years clean. Um, I'm proud of myself that I didn't turn to alcohol or drugs or doing all of this. I'm proud of myself that I didn't lose my temper and put a bullet in anybody's head. I try to use the justice system to, to handle the matter, but the justice system failed me. But I'm still in my peace, you know, with myself. I do believe in God, and he sees they wrong that they doing, you know. So I'm okay today. That's one thing I am proud of, that I didn't turn to drugs and alcohol doing everything that I went through, you know. And being out here, meet a lot of interesting people. And I don't knock nobody for what they do. It's all, we all in a struggle, you know. Something going on with each one, everyone. Annette's experiences with landlord harassment are not uncommon. Many landlords can and do abuse their power in a number of ways. Examples include shutting off utilities, changing the locks, raising rent without proper notice, and many more. If you or someone you know is experiencing landlord harassment, know that you have rights and means to dispute it. Make sure you document the incident first and foremost. Other measures include filing a complaint, a restraining order, or carrying out legal action. For more information, Refer to your state's governmental policies, including tenants' rights. Annette also spoke of the difficulties maintaining her job due to the complications that lead to hand injury. I just found out about this place since I've been homeless. When I came to town, you know, I started out at Wabash. I don't know about Wabash. So I was there for three years. Said so Indiana Packers uh, about four years and uh, TK. And then um, I've been at Ice Cream Specialty, a couple of other jobs, you know, I've done. But I liked the Indiana Packers better. But I had surgery on my hands, so I can't use the knives anymore. We used to do 8,000 hogs a day. So there was about 16,000 hogs was hidden, slaughtered in a day. They up to $17 an hour now. But your hands gonna hurt like you gotta learn how to sharpen your knife. My supervisor, it's his fault that I had to have the surgery on my hands because he would never rotate me. You gotta get rotated like 
three times and could nobody do this one job. They couldn't cut the meat right, and I was the only one who could get it right. So he put other people up there, and he would get upset because they couldn't get the cut right. He's like, ah, oh, you got to stay there. I was like, you rotating everybody. I said, no, I need you to stay there. I was like, man. Yeah, so I ended up having what they call the trigger finger surgery, and then the nurse told me, she was like, you know, you can't go back on the knives. Uh-huh. She was like, because you have to have the surgery over again. So, Eros, my job, 401k, my medical, everything's gone. I'm okay today. Annette has also spoken of difficulties maintaining her job due to complications that led to a hand injury. Annette has been able to find a job, which she's, she's kept for a year and a half. And she's expecting a raise soon. Although she views this job and income as a blessing, the income she and her son are bringing in disqualify them for some of the LTUC's programs. She could possibly move in with her daughter. However, Annette would like to find herself a more stable situation before reaching out to her family for help. I want to fix my situation, you know, and I got my youngest son here with me and I'm trying to do something for me and him to get out, you know, the streets and get out the cold. So we gonna stick it out until we find something. I don't wanna be a burden, you know, crowd her space. So I'm working on trying to find something for me and the son that I have here since we both work and, you know, that's why we don't qualify for the programs that they have to offer because our income together is overqualified. But let's hope something will come out. Hope we get us a place before Thanksgiving get here. <laughs> He's like, Mom, are you working on it? You finding something? I was like, Oh, not yet. I'm talking to people. Annette sees herself being in Lafayette within the year, as this is her community and home. However, the desire is not necessarily tied to the people here. A self-prescribed loner, Annette still dreams of what her future can and will hold. Buy me one of them food trucks one day. You get you a food truck, you get good money, work your own hours. People like fish, people like chicken. They don't really have too much chicken down here. Probably do some cakes and pies sell slices. Ain't no fish down here either. Oh, buddy, make a good old pot of greens on Sunday. Hmm. Cornbread, I know what to sell. Her time at LTHC has been so instrumental to her story that Annette hopes to be able to return and serve once she finds a home. I said what I was going to do once I get out of here. I'll probably come back. Maybe three days, two days out of a week and cook. Bring something to cook for the shelter. Annette's story is not the only one. LTHC has served over 1,800 unique individuals, just like Annette, in the greater Lafayette community by providing food, shelter, amenities, job assistance, and encouragement. LTHC is always in need of support, both through donations and volunteer work. If you would like to learn more about what LTHC is doing to help those experiencing homelessness or how you can help, Visit their website at ltac.net or call 765-423-4880. Thank you for tuning in to the episode of Voiced, Experiencing Homelessness. Join us again next time as we meet Dennis.